0: Welcome to the BG Cast, a podcast seeking to bring the battleground community and schools together. My name is David and I'll be your host for this journey and I'll be joined each episode by Denny Waters, the Battleground Public Schools District Superintendent. Our goal is to bring the voice of the schools to the community and the voice of the community to the schools. We'll be talking about the many things that make BGPS such a great district. Hearing stories from students and staff, and shining a spotlight on some of the hidden treasures you may not know about. We'll also be covering some of the challenging and controversial topics that bubble to the surface around the community. Alright, so our game for this week also brought to brought to us again by my lovely wife. So thank you for doing that.
1: She's on a roll. Yes.
0: So this one, this one is called Which One? So it's a choice between, between two options, and you choose which one you would, you would go with. So the first one is, which one would be cooler? Having your own personal soundtrack that plays audibly throughout the day, like Darth Vader. Or having free front row tickets to your favorite artist next concert.
1: Oh, I'm going with the soundtrack all
0: the way. <laughs> I'm going get... with
2: the concert. Yeah. I can go to the concert, but I want a soundtrack. Right?
0: Yeah. It just it's just uh, the music just comes from right. s- nowhere, 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 nowhere. Right. and you're just when you get mad, it's yeah.
1: That'd be good for a superintendent. Yeah. To have a soundtrack. <laughs> totally
0: out of your control. Yeah. Yeah, it just happens. Right. You're sitting there in a meeting you're supposed to be happy and kind in, and the Darth Vader theme starts playing. <laughs> yeah. I like it.
2: Might change the, the outlook really quickly. Yeah.
0: There was a, I can't remember the book, uh, but there was a book that where like people's thoughts were visible over their heads, and so you couldn't have, and but it sounds a lot like that. What would you choose? You'd go soundtrack. Yeah, I think I'd go soundtrack. Yeah. Just because I've always been a fan of movie soundtracks. So yeah. I would want to oh. know what the music is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question 2. Which one which one would be quieter? The public library or a high school classroom following the teacher asking who wants to present first? <laughs> <laughs>
2: definitely the classroom (laughs) (laughs) that's very good right yeah yeah very
1: good yeah
0: yeah. or who wants to sing first in my case which would be tougher kicking a 40 yard field goal or passing a high school biology test
1: I'd I'd take the biology I'm uh, there's no way I'm kicking a 40 yard (laughs) field goal
2: (laughs) even if you
0: tried three or four times Uh, yeah there's No. no way yeah.
2: yeah, I don't right. know I I think they're equally as difficult <laughs> I
1: could fake my way through a mile
2: yeah
0: Even if you, you, you have to pass could you pass it yeah I think I could you think so biology. Yeah. Yeah.
2: as long as it's you know got some multiple choice included <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, right. In the three play. paragraph essay right, mitosis. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah I remember you're the guy that's got that
0: memory that doesn't you, you remember everything I
1: remember a lot of things yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Which one would make you feel older when a student tells you about a celebrity and you have no idea who they are or finding gray hair? The
2: celebrity. I've had
1: gray hair a while now. I was going to say, the gray hair, you know, is, it, 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 it's coming, you know, um, whereas the celebrity thing would just kind of slap you in the face. Right. Like, I, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. That happens to me all the time. So, yeah. Well, someone yesterday, some
1: Melendez or something like that, some artist, like, who's that? I've never heard
0: of that. What? Yeah. What do you mean you've never heard of that?
1: That happens to me when, <laughs> when celebrities die that are part of my... Age bracket, mm-hmm. and then I'll like say to my son, "That was sad that so and so died." And he goes,
0: "Who's that?" <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were they in? Right. I've never heard of that movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I
2: don't always think gray hair is related anyway to age. I got my first gray hair after my daughter, first my oldest daughter started driving. So I don't necessarily oh. as think it has as much to do about age.
0: Well, I've I I hope so because I have a lot of gray hair. <laughs> And I, every time I trim my beard, it gets worse. Like it's that looks like that's mostly gray. That's not. There's no color in there anymore. <laughs> All right, which one? Which one would be messier: the backseat of your car or a seventh grader's backpack on the last day of school?
1: My car's not messy. I'm going with the backpack. Yeah. Uh, backpack yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I still have kids, so it might. Be I a was going to say if my... I had kids, my car would be messy. But
0: now yeah, we just made them clean out everything. Uh, last one. Which one would be more surprising? You win a Grammy or none of your students pull out their phone during class?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. These are basically unanswerable. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The phone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The phone would definitely be more surprising.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And winning a Grammy would be surprising. You. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're going to watch the awards this next this next round and yeah, see if your name gets yeah. called. Well, if, if,
1: if my name does get called, then I'm going to a classroom right after that to <laughs> see if the phones get pulled out. Right.
0: <laughs> All right. Our spotlight for this episode is with Don Wilson from Battleground High School. Welcome, Don. Thanks. How Thanks are for you?
3: having me. Good. Good. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
3: So I'm the I'm one of the woodworking teachers at Battleground High yeah. School, and I'm the construction teacher as well. Okay, and I've been uh, this is my sixth year at Battleground. I've been a teacher for ten years, um, mostly teaching wood shop, but a little bit of other subjects. Um, and then before that, I built houses. I was a carpenter mm. for twenty years, mm-hmm. contractor. So that's my background. Uh, great.
0: Mm-hmm. And then and then you've uh, we were talking about. I don't know if you remember this, but at one of the staff meetings, I, I was talking about being allergic to uh, Douglas fir. Oh,
3: yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you said, well, that wouldn't have worked for me, as you've spent a lot of time <laughs> Yeah, around. no, yeah. Uh,
3: that's, uh, we don't use that much in the wood shop, uh, but we do use Doug fir in construction a lot, mm-hmm. so, yeah.
0: Now, yeah, so 20 years, was that all in the area here,
3: or? No, actually, I um, raised my kids up in Winthrop, Washington, mm-hmm. if you know where that is, up in north central Washington. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, you know, I mean, the nice thing about being a builder is you can work in different places. So I kind of used that to, to work in, I worked up in Alaska a little bit and worked in Seattle some, and I, uh, kind of the most interesting side, uh, step in my career was I, I've done a few, um, gigs as a logistics, a building logistics person for doctors Without borders for mm. humanitarian aid cool. projects. So, um, so one thing I really appreciate about building skills, and this is the thing I tell my students all the time, is that you know it's a you're learning a particular skill, how to build, uh, how to frame things. is mostly what we learn in my mm-hmm. class, but just learning to use the tools and um, learning to figure out problems kind of opens up a whole world of jobs that you could do that aren't specifically building jobs. You know, like for instance, when I was doing working with Doctors Without Borders, I was hired because of my building skills, but I actually um, ended up setting up water systems and setting up um electrical systems or just doing uh logistics for setting up a hospital that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. it's all you know just those problem-solving skills and and understanding uh materials and equipment and moving things and and schedules and budgets yeah Uh, it all applies
0: so how did you transition then out of construction and into teaching
3: yeah, well, I had a had a business of my own for about five years, and it corresponded almost exactly with the Great Recession. I started my business about a month before uh, things kind of fell apart mm. in 2008. I guess yeah. I was, and um, you know, and I, I, uh, the main thing is that you know my goal at that time, I, at that point in my career, I was running jobs for other people, and I wanted to work for myself. And my expectation was that in about five years, I would have a crew of my own, and and uh, wouldn't really be doing. The work that much. And, um, I managed to keep busy. Um, but I never, you know, like I was competing for small jobs against people who used to have the kind of company I was hoping to have, you know? Right. And so that, and that was kind of the state of the construction business at the time. And so, uh, before the recession ended, um, I had another contractor friend who went back to school and became a teacher mm-hmm. And he and I had talked about teaching before. We both really enjoyed that part of our work of teaching people skills right. on the construction. And I spent a lot of time on uh, on the construction site teaching other carpenters how to do things. And I always liked that part. Mm-hmm. And so he and I ha- had an ongoing conversation about being teachers. And um, he encouraged me to, to get a teaching certificate. And so I went back to school and did that. And and uh became a teacher
0: yeah yeah so is the does the does construction use the apprentice model like with electricians and plumbers and all yeah
3: that you thing? know it depends on where you where you are like out in the boonies where i started being a carpenter i just learned from the people i worked with right. and i started you know started as a laborer and learned carpenter skills and and um didn't have any kind of schooling around it in fact it kind of came late to it i didn't become a carpenter until i was Maybe 30, I suppose. I'd done a bunch of work on my own, fixing up houses, but I hadn't worked professionally as a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in the city, like here, uh, and the kinds of work that students do uh, when they leave, and the kinds of uh, people that uh, big, uh, especially in the commercial side, they're really looking for people who've gone through training programs, and there's a lot of them. So um, it's a it's it provides a nice leg up for students to. Go into an apprenticeship program, yeah. and there's some some jobs you have to have done an apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah. So you're teaching construction geometry, construction-based geometry. Yeah,
3: so it's a team taught class with a. I'm a. I'm the construction teacher, and I teach with a math teacher, and he teaches the ma- the geometry part for the most part, and I teach the construction part for the most part, and there's some overlap there. He has a little bit of woodworking background on a personal side, but not building experience, and I have a lot of math experience just from working in construction Mm -hmm. for a long time, but not teaching math. Um, I mean, I've always enjoyed math as a subject, so not, um, so that all, it's fun for me, but we, so the way the class works is we kinda, it's a it's a group, it's a, sorry, a block class, so it's two periods Mm -hmm. every day, and typically the way it works is we'll do math one day and construction another day, sometimes we'll mix them the, the other day we did half a di- half one class of math and then one class of construction, but we kind of, um, we, uh, switch off and, and it's a nice model because especially with the weather in the winter time, it allows some flexibility around when we can go outside. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's good. You know, I, um, I, started, so there wasn't a construction program when I started teaching here. The previous teacher wasn't in his background, so he didn't teach that. And mm-hmm. and I understand that back, kind of way back, there was a construction program, mm-hmm. but but it, it it's kind of all dependent on the teachers and what they know and right. what they're comfortable with. And um, so I had, my goal uh, was to start this construction program. And I taught a construction class one semester a couple times, but I really wanted it to be bigger. And I had um, I, I met a teacher who teaches at Evergreen High School who teaches this class, con- mm. uh, geometry and construction, and mm-hmm. he's been a real mentor to me. And so um, I've kind of modeled the class on how he teaches mm-hmm. it, and use the same curriculum. And so this year is the first year, and you know, it, there's some learning <laughs> learning curves about it. <laughs> right. Um, but it's uh, but I like it's a I think it's a great way to yeah. teach students, and I think for some of the students, especially who don't like classroom learning. It's a good way to learn,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned you mentioned the challenges of where how things currently are. You're mm-hmm. working in a construction program in the northwest. Yeah. <laughs> without without a covering or without yeah. a space to do that. Yeah. Then, but that's what listeners are going to hear later. is We're talking about the capital levy, and, mm-hmm. and one of the projects would be providing a place for that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so what I've asked for is a, just a simple covered space, like a, a large. Uh, I mean, people could sort of imagine it as a as a truck size uh, mechanics bay, mm. you know mm-hmm. with some with some areas for our tools and perhaps a classroom just so that we can build things as large as like I think everybody can imagine like a tiny home, a building twenty feet long by eight feet wide mm-hmm. um, that's fourteen or fifteen feet tall. Mm-hmm. so being able to build something like that inside that then we can roll out um, without a lot of fuss, right? um. Right now we have a couple of con- uh containers, twenty uh you know, eight foot tall by twenty foot long containers that we the district just bought for us, which is great because that means we can leave our materials out of the rain. Right. But we don't have a place. So this week, for instance, we tried to work outside um two days ago and it started raining <laughs> on us and I didn't want it, I just dried everything out, so I didn't want right. to get everything wet again. So just having a space like that. Um yeah. is gonna be great. And there's, you know, schools around that have done this very thing, so we don't have to reinvent it. You know, we Mm. can just borrow the simplest uh, plan. My understanding is that, uh, well, so Evergreen has a pretty fancy building, more than we really need. Um, My understanding is that that Vancouver School District has a pretty nice design that's simple and Mm. relatively inexpensive that Mm -hmm. we could just copy so we don't have to go through a whole process of designing something.
0: So would you be building tiny houses? Would that be part of the goal? Uh,
3: you know, that's what I'd like to do. You know, we, we, uh, Wolf Industries has been a big supporter of ours, mm-hmm. and that's their business building, okay. you know, uh, high-end tiny homes. Mm-hmm. And so they've got a lot of um, expertise in that, that and resources that they can bring to bear uh, in terms of just telling us, you know, with, how to build things efficiently and and even— uh, you know, they've sort of suggested, Derek there has suggested um, giving us a design of theirs that we could build. Um, I, you know, one goal for me is uh, is to tie my program into community service. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to, there, there's no reason for us to, and we don't, not interested in competing with the private market in terms of selling things. Right. Um, but there is a need out there for housing, obviously. Mm-hmm. And actually there are, you know, Vancouver has a r- robust, um, program that Wolf is partnering with to provide housing for mm. housing unstable people. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to tie us into that. And, and honestly, you know, I, I uh, if it works out like this year, we're building greenhouses just to see how it goes. Mm. And, and uh, it's something that uh, I think people would buy, but uh, eventually I think, you know, I think community service is important. And I think getting the students to see that they can use their skills for something other than, you know, it's great to make money, but to give back to the community, right? Yeah, right. And we're all there's a bunch of there's a bunch of like my vision. Eventually, is to get all of the regional construction teachers together and have kind of a coordinated effort in mm. in in producing um, housing for for homeless people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's going to be an interest there, but I think yeah. there might be.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for being here today, and sure. thanks for everything you do.
3: All right,
1: you're welcome.
0: So our discussion this this episode is about the capital levy. Something that uh, these two have talked with and talked about probably ad nauseum for the last two or three weeks, months, and and you could you could probably just turn on autopilot and give the spiel and, <laughs> and, and, and call probably it. yeah probably yeah yeah,
2: yeah. could fill in. Yeah. Any of the questions that we might get thrown, I think we've we've heard them. Yeah.
0: But we've got Denny here. Obviously, you heard his voice. But then Shelley it's been the, I don't know, was it it's like the while. first few episodes? You yeah. haven't been back on since then, have you? No. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. So we wanted to get an episode out about the capital levy before uh, before the election happens. So give people a time to learn a little bit of information about it and whatever means possible, we can help, help get the word out. So Let's get started. Yeah, That's what good. is a capital levy?
1: So, um, there's three. There's three types of um, uh, votes, funding votes that you can take initiatives that you can take to the um, your community, and one is a bond, mm-hmm. and bonds are for building levies are for learning. And levies are for learning, (laughs) except in this case. Levies can be for building too, so it messes up our system. (laughs) Um, So you have your bonds and you have your levy. Uh, We currently have a levy. It's it's an M&O levy, so maintenance and operations does that. Um, But um, what we're looking for is we're looking for a capital levy. Um, We know that our facilities are in need of renovation, replacement, repair. Uh, I don't think that there's a a community member out there who doesn't understand that given Mm -hmm. the age of our buildings. Um, What we really did look for, and we worked with the Citizens Advisory Committee, the CAC team, um, we looked at exploring the idea of a bond Mm -hmm. and bringing that forward to our voters. But what we found was that, especially in these tough economic times, with inflation at uh you know one of the highest levels that we've seen and interest rates high families being impacted in a myriad of different ways food costs and gas costs and utility costs and all of those kinds of things um that bringing a bond to our voters right now would be difficult and perhaps even unfair mm. um we were looking at a bond to replace some of our oldest buildings. And we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. you know, the age of our buildings. We have, you know, Glenwood was built in nineteen fifty six and Lauren was built in sixty-seven and Pleasant Valley was built in seventy-three and Prairie High School was built in seventy-nine. Um so we have some needs in terms of um, our buildings and the age of our buildings and the conditions that our buildings are in. You you know, and I, I wanna I wanna Clarify that statement just a little bit. The conditions our buildings are in. Our buildings are, you know, well taken care of, Mm -hmm. but there comes a point at some time where just the age and what you have to do, the upkeep of them is pretty Mm -hmm. significant. Right. And that's really where we are. So we looked at the bond. Maybe we can replace some of our older buildings. But we were talking about the likelihood of a bond being over three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. and the impact on our community being significant. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a bond rate that would be much higher than our old bond rate. Or the last bond we have actually expired on December thirty first, mm-hmm. two thousand twenty three. So that one's gone. Right. And the rate for that one was, you know, over the years it had diminished, but it was only forty four cents per $1,000 of assessed value. Hmm. So we looked at well, what what if we, what could we do if we kept that rate? Because our needs in our buildings are certainly not going away. Right. And so we looked at a capital levy. A lot of districts do capital levies. Um, some of our neighboring districts, uh, Evergreen, Vancouver, Camas, um, all do capital. Washugal does a capital levy. And you can use it to um, you can use it for technology. Sometimes they're referred to as a technology level mm-hmm. levy. Um, and you can also use it to do repairs and renovations on your buildings. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're looking at. Uh, we have specific needs. Our number one need is um, you know we have to repair roofs and we have to repair HVAC systems mm-hmm. and we have to do things like that to make our buildings safe, warm, and dry.
0: But didn't the uh, an HVAC system or something went out during the snow? I oh yeah, that?
1: yeah. We've had we've had several over the last.
2: Yeah, we've had th- well, we've had three pretty major heating issues uh, this fall and into this winter. One at Pleasant Valley Middle Primary. Both of those buildings really need some HVAC upgrades. We had a wing over at Yakult mm-hmm. uh, Kindergarten wing, of course, <laughs> right? <laughs> Get really <laughs> cold, and then uh, just most recently, thank. Thank goodness it turned out the way it did, but we had a boiler, um, the main boiler, have some struggles, which meant means that the the secondary one couldn't come on either at Captain Strong. Mm. So,
1: but we also had some some problems over at River Homeling.
2: Oh yeah, and yeah. River certainly not completely yeah. out, but mm-hmm. lowered lowered temperature, particularly mm. on some end wings. So, and what our challenge is is they're older systems, so having the parts readily available isn't always the case, and sometimes we're waiting a long longer period of time to get right. them from somewhere else in the world. <laughs> yeah, you're saying Europe, that had to come Europe, in from Europe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So when you look at that, and, and, you know, that that's the, you know, a big piece of it is the is just maintenance and repair. But the other pieces of it are, you know, one of the things that our community continues to tell us is they're concerned about the safety of our buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's more challenging for us. You know, our our newer buildings where we have the one main entrance and Mm -hmm. everything else, no outside other entries except for emergency exits, which are mostly always locked. Right. uh, We can secure those buildings easily. Mm -hmm. But when you get into some of our older buildings, you know, and you you work in one of them, you know, Battleground High School is one, uh, Prairie is another, uh, Pleasant Valley is another, Mm -hmm. um, Glenwood and Lauren certainly are with these outside doors and the California design and you know, we need to put some added security in there. So Mm -hmm. part of this capital levy will pay for security. Um, uh, Another piece of it is that uh, we wanted to um, improve some of our CTE programs. I know you and I are going to be doing a podcast later, right? Um, where we talk about our CTE programs and the need to focus on the areas where we can provide students the training in order to get jobs. And the mm-hmm. three highest job areas in Clark County right now are um, construction trades, um, health sciences, mm-hmm. uh, the medical profession, and um, food service. Mm. So we were real focused on improving our CTE programs. For that, we're going to build a a new. If if the levy passes, we're going to build a new construction trades program Mm -hmm. at Battleground High School. That'll be open for everyone in the district. Uh, We're talking about um, improving our health sciences by adding classrooms that are more lab uh, designed and based, so that they can um, do the instruction that they need to do. Mm -hmm. And then in our culinary programs our students are at a major disadvantage because um, we're still operating out of the old home ec. (laughs) Rooms. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and what we really need to have is some commercial kitchen. So we're Mm going to bring in, we're going to bring in, um, you know, equipment Mm -hmm. and and upgrade those rooms. And then the last part of the levy is to talk about technology Mm -hmm. because we, you know, we live in an age of technology and technology has become a significant part of, of, Quality instruction mm-hmm. in many districts, especially in our district, and so we need to have those tools. And so that's the other part what this levy will pay for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of not just uh, good things, but needed things, important yeah, and, things. Yeah, you know. we
1: we've said that. You that's. know, we've said um, we want our community to know that. You know, we're not asking for wants mm-hmm. you know wants are good i mean and and you know we could use some wants in terms of in terms of our program if we wanted to take them to the next level but we're not asking for that because we're aware what we're asking for is really needs mm-hmm.
0: yeah you're not you're not asking for you know a, a robotics right <laughs> well <laughs> you know, something you, or
2: you think about the investment our community has made in our our buildings with our last bond having we've had beautiful new buildings as well as upgrades and sites that we already had. Amboy, Chief Middle School is a completely new building, added gym space at Captain, mm-hmm. Tewks Valley and both Daybreak campuses. I mean, our communities made a great investment there, but those buildings are reaching their warranty on their roofs. Mm-hmm. So we also have some work there that we need to do in order to maintain the buildings that our our communities invested in. Right. So we have some real needs because you let those things go, and your problem just grows.
0: No, and it's not even just letting things. Go. I mean, some you know things happen, like the uh, there was a, a pipe burst or something at the high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you, you got to have money to yeah. to yeah. fix those kinds of things. You know.
1: You've you've used the you, – I remember when you came and you spoke to the board about the idea of passing a bond and you used an analogy that we've continued to use and that's the idea that, you know, as a district, you know, we're taking care of the buildings, but but we are driving around in the twenty five year old car, mm-hmm. you know. And it doesn't matter if you're going to use it every day, and we're using it unless you're putting it in the garage <laughs> with a cover on it, right? You know? And you know, nobody yeah. touches it. I'm yep. going to drive it, you know, only when it's it, sunny and sixty five, right? 65. Only, right. <laughs> um, but if you're using that car every single day, like mm-hmm. we're using our buildings every single day to to. To have twelve thousand students going in and out and in and out and mm-hmm. just the wear and tear, those buildings over a period of time are are going to need significant upgrades. Right, and, and there there comes a point where the upgrades might even be more expensive than replacing the buildings. But you you, you still have to make you still have to do one or the other. Right. Uh, this is the this is the more economical way to go, and I think that's significant for our community.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's easy when you're when you're not when you're never in a building, you're just driving by them sometimes. You see them as as you're going down Main Street or as you're going down five oh three or whatever. Yeah, they you look see. good. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's uh, huh, yeah, that looks uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then but then even like you said, the newer buildings, but you know, I'm at I'm at the high school quite a bit. And those doors, just, like just thinking about the doors. Those doors open and close Tens of thousands of times a day, a day, <laughs> a day. <Yes>. Right. <laughs> and, right? And and you and you're looking at doors that have. You know, I don't know if they were ever replaced or if they're the original doors, but they're not. They're not new doors, right. right? And and you eventually things start to fall apart just because they've been yeah. used so much.
1: Yeah. And back to the car analogy, yeah. you need new brakes, and mm-hmm. your transmission goes out, and your air conditioner stop stops working. Right. And, you know the paint job's not great and you need to fix that and you know it just goes it goes on and on right so um you know when when I talk to Kevin Joma who is our um, executive director of facilities and operations Mm -hmm. and I say to him Kevin over the next five years uh you know what's the work that needs to get done in our buildings because out of anybody he knows our buildings better than Mm -hmm. anyone you know, and he puts together a list. Well, we need to do this and this and this. On that list, if you just price that out, is fifty-five million dollars mm. worth of worth of jobs. In the next how many years? In the next five years. Wow. You know, and there's no way we get approximately from the state um, what they what they refer to as M socks. Mm-hmm. Um, and what um, are M socks? M socks stand for Ma-
2: materials, operations, supplies, and. I can't remember
1: what materials supplies operating costs
2: operating costs
1: right we uh, I I was looking at that just yesterday and we get about thirteen million but that thirteen million is spread over many 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 categories Mm -hmm. so for instance you know like three million of it is for um, insurance Mm -hmm. you know and then you know another three million is for utilities um, just to pay for utilities and some of it is transportation and some of it is curriculum but. Specifically for our buildings, we get about $2 million a year. Well, you just do the math. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have $50 million worth of projects that need to get done and you're getting $2 million a year, it's really, really difficult to keep up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, this is an investment to make sure that our buildings um, last longer and provide the learning environment for kids that they need. And again, we're not talking about wants, right? I mean, needs, we're just, um, you know, wants, we're talking about needs, Mm -hmm. which are just safe, warm, and dry, right?
2: And Denny had mentioned earlier, you know, we're cognizant of the inflation and the impact it's having on our community. What is also happening in the schools is the same. Uh, The state has increased over the last 3 years our msoc money by 9.1%, which sounds pretty great, 9.1%. But those operating costs have gone up over 38% total mm-hmm. in insurance, construction costs, some of those just the utility bill has mm-hmm. gone up more than 38. So we're not keeping pace and so that just means that we're taking more out of our learning levy in order to make the difference, which means it's coming from kids. Mm-hmm. So Part of this is making sure we're not impacting negatively our students' programs right. as well, yeah
0: yeah there's there's so many so many um, facets, so many things at play, so many plates spinning that mm-hmm. is that you don't really understand it's not just like driving by the buildings and all you see is a nice building you just you you hear capital levy and you just you just think, oh they just want more money but, but there's so many plates spinning in terms of the funds and how funds can be spent and where
1: funds are coming from. and Well, just, you know, we're not even talking about replacing a roof. We're talking about, like, recoding a roof. Mm-hmm. But a, but a large roof can be four hundred thousand five hundred thousand. You know, if the school is bigger, eight hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, just to recoat the roof and and keep it sealed and and keep it leak-proof. You know, mm-hmm. we ha- we have leaks. You know, we had we had leaks <laughs> um, last night with all the rain that we had at um, a few of our buildings. Hmm. So you know, we just need to be on 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 top of those things, and we need to um, make sure that they're not happening. Right. Um, you know, if you're in a if you're in a in a in a different district, um, and you know, some of our districts around us have you know don't even have a building that's older than twenty years old. Um, it's a different it's a different scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's under you know everything's new, everything's working, everything's under warranty. Um, that's not the case for us, so right. it's going to cost a little more uh, for us to upkeep these buildings, and um, until. You know, until the timing is right and the community says, "Hey, replace the buildings," uh, this is a good option for us. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's, let's let's talk about because you mentioned forty four cents, um, which would be the same as what what just just ended last year. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you at the CAC meeting, you gave some examples. You know, for household value size, what that would yeah uh,
1: what and yeah. that. I thought that was because it's it's not as much as you would think. Well, um, you know, and I, and I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but if I remember them correctly, you know, we're looking at a, a five five hundred thousand dollar house. Uh, we're looking right around three hundred dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to cost. Yeah, uh, you know, and a little bit more if the house was worth a little bit more, and then a little bit less if the house is worth a little bit less. So, you know, it's 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 in it's in. It's in that ballpark, Mm -hmm. which, you know, to your point, I think, you know, is a is a is reasonable. Right. Um, And again, when you look at the school taxes that are collected for our community in comparison with what is collected in other districts just in southwest Washington, Mm -hmm. Battleground Public Schools collects the lowest amount by far even even compared to green mountain which is only yeah. which is only a k eight <laughs> right yeah. um uh, school district mm-hmm. but you know we 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 currently have um a dollar seventy um maintenance and operations levy mm-hmm. uh, which by the way is dropping we just we just heard from the county assessor that you know because of new growth mm-hmm. in our district and it's how you know, the the cost gets spread out between more people. Uh that's gonna drop down to I think it was a dollar sixty one or a dollar mm-hmm. sixty two. Um and then we have no other taxes. We had that 44 cents for the bond. So mm-hmm. our total obligation for our voters was about two dollars and twelve cents, mm-hmm. something like that. Um and comparatively, you know, you can go, you know, I think Camus has some of the highest um uh, taxes mm-hmm. for schools and it's you know well above three dollars and fifty cents. I think it's like three sixty nine or something mm-hmm. like that. And a lot of our districts are over three dollars per thousand dollars of assessed value, mm-hmm. and ours is is the lowest. Mm-hmm. And this forty four cents that we're asking about would replace the bond that recently expired, so um, voters won't see their taxes increase.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, everything everything stays the same. Yeah. There's no no additional pain felt. Right. Well, there. we hope that's the <laughs> case. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And it's for a shorter period of time mm-hmm. too, so the commitment over the long term isn't there, so it can be reevaluated more quickly than a bond yeah. that's going to go for 20 years.
0: Yeah. And there was another reason you gave about about choosing the capital levy now instead of instead of going with the bond. Yeah. Um
2: yeah. Enrollment. <laughs> so enrollment in our district, we know anybody who drives around can see that we've got a lot of growth going on, mm-hmm. but we we lovingly say about our neighbors that are struggling over in Ridgefield, they, they were able to get a bond passed to p- replace some of their older failing buildings like we have. Um, Our concern is that we are going to grow, but we're not seeing that growth quite yet. And so going after replacing some buildings is risky in that five, six, eight years from now, we're going to need a new building because of increased enrollment. Mm -hmm. We're going to need a new space for our kids, um, but we're not there yet. And we really don't believe that asking our voters now and then turning around and asking four or five years from now for another bond to build a new building for additional growth would would be something that our voters could, could um, support. Mm-hmm. So we think that this buys us a little time to see what's going to happen with our community and enrollment and how that's going to impact and give us the opportunity to make a decision about when is the right time right. in our community.
0: Yeah. What I like about that is it feels it feels very thoughtful and wise. Being good stewards of, of not just not just the school's resources, but the community and and the the burden that the schools put on the community. Yeah,
1: that, that really was a a primary focus mm-hmm. of ours. Yeah, you know, and I think um, you know, I mean, you were part of the CAC in in terms of the development of a, what a potential bond would look like. And obviously, there's a lot of excitement around a new building. Mm-hmm. I would I would love to have new buildings for right. our students and for our staff and for our community to be proud of, but y- you always have to examine, you know, the the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. And in this case, there were significant cons um, mm-hmm. to to proposing a bond, um, and so looking at alternative solutions, this one seems to be most reasonable and it, it's needed. It's mm-hmm. significantly needed for us. Yeah. Yeah. Because what I, what I do worry about, you know, I do worry about the idea, you know, we've talked about the, the, the repairs and the renovations that need to occur. And if this bond doesn't pass, you know, it's one thing for me to say, well, I'm sorry, we can't build a, we can't build that new construction trades program, right? Okay, um, but I can't say the same thing about the HVAC system at Captain <laughs> or yeah. the roof at Yakult Primary because if those are 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 you know continuing to have some of those same problems, mm-hmm. we have to repair them.
0: You know, I just I just finished a book called The Comfort Crisis, and they were talking. He was talking about how we were, we're too comfortable in our society. And one of the things he mentioned was, you know, temperature, the climate. Yeah, how we've oh, kind of yeah. gotten used to. So, so maybe, maybe, maybe we should do it. You know, toughen up the kids a little bit, put <laughs> well, them in forty degree classrooms. Yeah, it was forty
2: seven in that kindergarten <laughs> classroom. I don't know, I'm uh, <laughs> wanting my grandkid yeah. in there. <laughs>
0: right. Give the give the teachers some. Uh, I don't know I what thought, you give the teachers for patience when you're dealing
1: with. I thought it was cute, and I know that the, the parent who wrote it was just being funny, um, and. But during when we announced that um, when we announced that Captain wasn't going to be able to go to school because of uh, the HVAC system, I saw a post on Facebook that said, I want my kids back at school so bad, I'm willing to send them with a portable heater and a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just put them in some layers. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just imagine everybody walks in with with their own portable heater. Yeah. So Some hand oh warmer th- right. packet things, right. yeah, no, but that's not you know all funding aside. Right. That's not that's not what we're looking for, right. and you know, unfortunately, there's costs that 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 go with it. Mm-hmm. And I want to assure um, the entirety of our community that you know we we are good stewards of of the money that we receive, and we have been able to stretch the life of these buildings um, considerably. But even with that there are still, you know, things are expensive. Mm -hmm. I mean, if anybody's tried to, you know, replace their roof, um, on their home, um, they know how much it costs and then, you know, go ahead and extend that to a building that's, you know, a hundred times bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it's, it's significant. So that's what we're up against and that's what we need. Yeah.
0: Well, what else do you want to, want to talk about with the bond? Those are some of my questions.
2: I think, you know, the, the thing, sorry, I said
0: bond, not, it's not a bond levy, levy, capital levy.
2: I think one of the things that I think is important to understand too, in all the things that we've done to collect information is we've, we've done an enrollment study. We've done a thought exchange where we've asked the community, what are your priorities? Denny talked about those priorities, the safety in our buildings Re-renovating um, buildings over building buildings right now. Certainly, the CTE programs; those were all at the top of that that survey's list.
1: Yeah, that didn't come from us. That came from that survey.
2: Mm-hmm. So we've we've gathered information to make these decisions based on what we're hearing, and and that's been a really important piece of our process. Is to make sure that when we're putting making any decisions, I think. There are a lot of people who are like, why not a bond? Why not a bond? And certainly, um, I think we've seen, uh, we will we see in the voter pamphlet, you know, some, some uh, against uh, information that makes us know that people are wondering why not a bond. Well, because we're listening and we're hearing and we're dissecting that information in order to make the right decision. The other thing is, why not a bond? In our state last year, it used to be 50 to 60% of bonds passed at our state level. Last year, there were 20 that were run and one passed. So we're at a time where our communities can't afford the additional cost due to inflation. And so it's just not the time. Mm -hmm. We need it. We we know we need it, but um, it's just not the time. So I think it's just understanding that we need to maintain the best program we can for our kids and not lose out on programs Mm -hmm. because we've had to, Backfill with programs that we believe are important for our right. kids. So,
0: I mean, talk about costs. Everyone knows costs. Everyone knows costs have gone through the roof in the last right. know, two or three, four years oh, yeah. since the pandemic. Um, but put it, put it in your real world. What you know? Have you had to pay to have anyone do something at your house, <laughs> you know, or on yeah. your car or something lately? And you just you think what? Right. You know, uh, I had a friend just uh, post a picture of uh of groceries and he said, this is four hundred dollars of groceries. <laughs> and it's just yeah. a little corner. A little corner little yeah. cor- it's like this is what four hundred yeah. you know, we, yeah. we had to have an HVAC replaced here, or not replaced, but repaired here. And it cost almost a thousand dollars to replace just a little circuit board thing. And it's like yeah. oh, that's, And that's exactly yeah. what we're up we've yeah.
1: we've seen costs double, triple. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's difficult. And our levy um, our M&O levy um, has um, remained fairly steady. You know, if you go back and you look how much we were collecting from our m levy back in 2018, 2017, it was right around $30 million. Mm-hmm. And this year I think we're collecting, you know, again, 29.7. It's again, really close to $30 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we use that. We've been using that to support some of our maintenance efforts and keeping our buildings up and running. But, you know, to your point, if you go in 2017 and 18, what what we could do with $30 million was a lot more yeah. <laughs> than what we can do with $30 million. Right. And that's, you know, that's a big number. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not going as far as we need it to go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and I, th- I think in terms of being good stewards, you know, we've, we, as a district, we have a lot of good facilities we have good buildings yeah we have, mm-hmm. you know even though some of them are old you know the like the high battleground high school still a good building you yeah know, and it got yeah. remodeled and work done like almost 30 years ago yeah
1: 84 yeah
0: well you know it's a good or building 94.
2: because it's used so much right i mean you can't community ed does all of our scheduling for outside organizations to use that space and Anybody knows if they've tried to get space in our district to use gyms or or um, auditoriums over at Prairie, those kinds of things. You you have to work hard to find some dates that are available. Mm-hmm, right? So <laughs> they're being used, yeah. which is great.
0: Yeah, but then we also have a responsibility of making sure they stay great buildings. Yeah. You know, and yeah. not yeah. not yeah. letting them sure. just because yeah. we. Well, can't. It's definitely
1: a partnership. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what we like to say. It's it, it's a partnership between between us and our and our community our parents, our Mm -hmm. students, our staff. um, We're listening to our stakeholders and uh, they're telling us what their needs are. They're telling us what their wants are. You know, we know that we can't do everything that we want to do. And we know that um, our parents, you know, they're coming from all different perspectives. You know, we have uh, drama and band parents who would like us to see improve our our auditoriums and Mm -hmm. our band rooms and You know, so we're listening to, we're trying to listen to everybody and find a path forward that, uh, you know, ultimately supports our main function, which is providing a quality education to the kids in this district.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when is the vote?
1: February 13th. The
0: day before Valentine's Day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We'll be happy. Yeah. 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 And so it's kind of a weird time. It's a weird vote, but people and people might not be thinking about voting but maybe just yeah
1: that's all we're asking people is to to really just take a moment to look at the issue um consider you know consider the points that we are um saying in terms of why we're running this levy and then you know whatever they decide to do they decide to do but get out and vote yeah
0: yeah
2: Yeah, get out and vote. And if you have questions, we're here. So happy to answer any questions that people might have. Yeah, great
1: point. We are definitely willing to answer questions. Yeah,
0: good. Well, thanks so much for being here. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate everything you do. Good seeing you. Yeah, you too. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to cover on the podcast, you can send an email to info at bgcast.org. We'll do our best to not only cover topics that matter to the district, but also those that matter to us as members of the Battleground community. You can also join our mailing list by going to bgcast.org, where we'll post the episodes and any additional information necessary. Until next time, I'm David Lindner, and thanks for working to bring the Battleground community and schools together. The BG Cast is a production of 68 Media in partnership with Battleground Public Schools.